Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. It's Chris Davis with the Baltimore Orioles, and I'm listening to Section 336. Today on the show, I forgot I had to do today on the show. <laughs> Matt's not here. He's stuck in traffic. Maybe he'll pop in. We're not sure. But uh, J.J. Hardy played his last game in Camden Yards as an Oriole, so I'm sure we'll cover that. And uh, probably the Ravens suck. And there's something about that. All that and uh, probably a little bit more. Probably. All right, this is Section 336 without Matt. <laughs> it's weird. And what, what did we find out? Ten minutes ago that Matt wouldn't be here? Yeah, just about. Or like he was he's on his way here, but he was going to be another 45 minutes, he's, maybe even longer from our scheduled start time because are, of traffic. Are we believing him? I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's the last weekend in September, and he's trying to say Bay Bridge traffic. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I have no reason to disbelieve him, but uh, I am surprised that there's still – Bay, Bay Bridge traffic uh, this late in September. I guess people still go to the Ocean City, go to the beach for the weekend. I guess. I don't. Or he's just lying to us. I mean, it was 90 but degrees yeah. today. It was, it was, it a, was a good day to, to go. Yeah, a good weekend altogether to go to the beach. Day, but it is weird to have Bay Bridge traffic in uh, September. I mean, I guess I haven't checked if there's a, uh, there could always be a car accident or a jumper or something yeah. else on the Bay Bridge. It took me forever get, to get to Camden Yards last night. I left my house an hour before first pitch, and uh, and the game had already started by the time I got in there just because there was some something with a tow truck going on on the Russell Street exit, and uh, I sat bumper to bumper moving inch, inch at a time That's, while it tipped down to uh, 7 p.m. We had the same thing, and it was all people going to the Oriole game. Yeah. Because what we learned last night is the Orioles don't have to win. They just have to give stuff away. Give away hoodie sweatshirts and the give fans a, will show up. Yeah, give away good stuff. Forget spending money on Manny Machado or uh, pitching. Just use some of that money for giveaways. It was the last home game of the year for us as 3-3-6ers uh, to attend. Uh, we didn't go, Today's Sunday is the last home game of the year officially. Yeah. Um, and uh, But... We didn't go. We went last night. Right. Big win for the Orioles to go out on 4-9. 4-9. I guess. I guess. I, I got a nice delay. I got a nice delay. And I think that's because Matt has a speakerphone. Speakerphone. You there, Matt? You there, Matt? Yeah. 
That's not traffic behind you. That's not traffic behind you. Oh, is that your car? Are you in your car? Ah, we lost your sound. I don't know what you did. <laughs> well, we got. Oh, how about now? How about now? How about now? I can hear you great. There you go. And the echo went away. Yeah. Now, if only you would talk. You sitting in traffic? Matt's gonna try to join us. We've got a nice picture of of Matt. If you're <laughs> on the Facebooks, he looks we, handsome. It's real tight shot, like he's holding his iPhone close, but. I don't know if the audio is going to work. We we didn't test this. We just said, here's the link if you can try to get in. And it's looking like he can't hear it. Up there's the echo again. Up, he's having the, the same issue I had when I was out in Florida. Remember that? What about now? Can you guys hear me now? Uh, yeah, we'll try it. Let me uh, try yeah, to adjust the audio a little bit. All right. You you talk. You talk. Tell us about your traffic. Tell us about your traffic. Well, I'll tell you what. It's... It started out with an ETA of uh, of like 30 minutes to get there, as that's fine. And then five minutes in my drive, all of a sudden it was going to take me 40 minutes. And then five minutes later, it was going to take me 55 minutes. And it kept on extending, extending. I think I would have been out there. It reminded me of that Doctor Who episode where people are stuck in traffic for like 30 years. I felt like if I would have stayed there. I would have been stuck in Beige Bridge traffic for the next 25 years of my life. It's one of those and bad. Bad feelings, bad when, feelings uh, when uh, your headaches. Oh, your we're talking on top of each other because I don't think you can hear me. No, I can hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking at the video <laughs> and your mouth is moving, so I'm a little so thrown off here. Thrown off uh, here. Uh, it's one of those things when you're like on your way to somewhere and you think you're making good time, but then using your GPS device, the minutes for arrival time just keep increasing and increasing, increasing when it should be decreasing. Yeah, and they gave me one of these things where you can take the the back roads, and they recommend I take the back roads. But you know, everyone takes the back roads, which I think is outrageous. And I think I should be allowed since I'm a local. I'm an Eastern Shorer, so I should be allowed to take those back roads. But everyone and their mother takes those back roads, so they get all backed up, and so yeah, it's just a total mess. And I don't think there are any back roads to just when you finally need to cross the bay itself. Oh. Hmm. See, now I, I can't hear you now. <laughs> okay. All right, Matt. Okay. All right, Matt. Well, we should let you go. Well, we should let you go. The focus yeah. on traffic. The on traffic. We'll figure out this we'll audio out stuff, this for, audio the off stuff for the off-season. Um, <coughs> any, any thoughts any, before any you thoughts go about the Ravens' beautiful performance? Uh, I, I have – it's good I'm leaving because I literally have no words to describe what that game was. I, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what you guys are going to say because there's literally no words to, to, to say what – you just witnessed. It's one of those you just kind of open mouthed what just happened. <laughs> so good luck talking about it. <laughs> this might be a short, this episode, might be a today. short episode today. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt. Good luck getting home. All right. All right. See you guys. Peace. Peace. All right. It's cool that he can connect <laughs> and call in and give us some video and all from the traffic. He still didn't show any proof of the traffic there. We have to some nice uh, close up of himself. Technical kinks to work out. I don't know if that's kinks. That's a he gave us ten minutes notice and said, "Hey, can we try something new that we've never tried before?" <laughs> so we'll work out those kinks. It was that exact same thing was happening when I tried to record remotely from Florida. Though, is when I put the earbuds in, right? And I could hear it. you guys, but you couldn't hear me. And then when I unplugged it, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, we'll get all your computers straight. It's screwy. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk Ravens yet. <laughs> I mean, you you I, haven't talked a film study yet, right? 
No, right. So I don't have my talking points ready. What is that, tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I don't know about London travel and all that. But oh, that's right, yeah. I feel so bad for everyone who spent like <laughs> thousands of dollars to go over to London. Yeah, I think the whole team and franchise should be embarrassed. Like I remember I remember going to the Super Bowl, and like my fear was like, the, the ride home is going to suck if we lose. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be so depressing. It's scary. It's really and, and scary. What do you do when you go that far and you get blown out? Yeah, blown out of the water. Like you did, your team didn't even show up. Yeah. You did you put in more effort today than the team did on the field. Uh the the fans were there, no doubt. Yeah. Uh we were seeing all kinds of stuff on social media, packed uh double decker buses. The the announcers were pointing Piccadilly out Circus. the announcers were pointing out how quiet the stadium was once the Ravens started to suck yeah. because it was a lot of Raven fans. Uh I mean, we don't you know, we, we should talk a little bit about it even though it was terrible, but uh I, I really didn't even get to watch much of the game. Um because oh, I was in church, yeah, and actually that didn't even happen. But I can get into that later. Uh, but I still didn't get to watch much of it. I had it out on my phone for a little bit before the church service started. Uh, what? Well, by the time your church service started, the game was over. Yeah, it was, it was almost halftime. Yeah. Uh, what surprised? What didn't surprise me was how bad the offense was. Right. Well, and that, that was big, not a surprise at all. Well, yes. The, the I, yes. offense is terrible as it is, even when Marshall Yonda's in right. there. You lose Marshall Yonda, then you get what you what they saw today. I knew without Marshall Yonda, the offensive line was going to be bad. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to be non-existent. And they were – Joe Joe was on the dirt in every single play. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's like they all almost like, what, did they not have a week to prepare knowing they weren't going to have Marshall Yonda? Right. Like, right. it's 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 ridiculous. And – the announcers were given excuses like football players are all about routine and the Ravens accidentally got to the stadium 30 minutes early, so that's going to screw things up. <laughs> that's not why <laughs> you lost break. the game. Uh, what was surprising uh, is how bad the defense was. Yeah. Uh, now, they, they were spectacular the first two weeks of the, of the season so far, only giving up 10 points. Granted, it was against the Bengals and the Browns. Uh, we did lose Brendan Williams yeah. this week, so we lost a big guy on each side of the ball. That's true. But still, it's the Jaguars, and I know they're getting better, and I know they played well in Houston in week one, but I, I guess our defense isn't as good as we thought. Out, You let Blake Bortles mop the floor with our supposedly uh, top five defense. Right. Uh, it, I think it says more about our defense than it does about Blake Bortles. Is this a game that you think is going to be a wake-up call? Or a game that the season's over. I think it's gonna be a wake up call to the fans that this don't get your hopes up after a two a two and zero start with two decent wins. Um, the I, fans are awesome. The fans that are now on Twitter saying, "Oh, the Bears beat the Steelers. We're still in first place." Yeah, we got to play the Steelers next we week. We just Bozos. lost forty four to seven. It should have been forty four to nothing. Yeah. And it, who cares if we're in first place? We got to face the Steelers next week. The Steelers are going to whoop us next the, week in week four. Right, I'll tell you that right now. Played the Bears. We played the Jags. Yeah, big, big difference. difference. Big difference. Um, yeah, the, it, it'll be two and two, and then we play Oakland after that. Two and three. Uh, I I. I Remember when I said last week I was all in on the Ravens? I'm, right. ba- I'm back out. Ba- back to where I was before the season I, even started. I know. I, w- I was wondering if you were at Costco today making your trip. No. Um, now, last week we talked a lot about superstitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you screwed up. I, it is. <laughs> I uh, I told you guys last night at Camden Yards on Saturday night that the Ravens were going to lose today. I didn't say they are going to lose this badly, but it. You know, if you want to blame me and my superstitions, I did not wear my 
lucky Purple Friday shirt on Friday, and I did not wear my Ed Reed jersey today. So uh, feel free to blame me for yeah. the atrocious performance here. I didn't. I didn't wear a jersey today either. I decided I'd wear a Ravens T-shirt instead of jersey, and I uh, watched. I, I was. I forgot that I had to teach someone how to run sound at the church today, mm. which worked out awesome because I taught them. And then I said, "All right, you're in charge." And I sat <laughs> next to them and I watched the Ravens game. Nice. So, um, but that was an ugly game, and I don't really know what you can take away from it besides the fact that the Ravens are horrible. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I went to church. I'm glad I didn't skip church to go watch the Ravens game because then I would have been really upset with myself. It had been like some kind of like personal shame right. I, I would have felt. Yeah, and you know sometimes the Orioles will have big losses or the Ravens will have a big loss, and it kind of ruins your day. It sucks when it's at nine thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 takes uh, some getting used to, and I and I was reading some social media things from Ravens fans who were on the other side of the country who had to get up like six a.m. I saw some of that as well. That's yeah. unbelievable if you live on the west no, coast. No, and your day is your day is ruined before it should even start. Now it's on the crazy. bright side, my fantasy football team is doing pretty good so far, so uh, that now, can always cheer you up. I, I I think it was three times while watching the Ravens game, I flipped over to my, check my fantasy scores and then realized no one else is playing. There's no oh, other yeah. game, so there's no point in checking my fantasy. Did you start Joe Flacco, Josh? Uh, I did because uh, I had uh, Bradford who's been hurt, so I picked up Flacco on waivers this week, and I said eh, he's been doing okay. He's a manager; he'll get in. I believe he has minus eight points for me this week. How many? Yeah, minus eight. Ouch. Yeah. In another league, I had the Ravens defense, which has been dominating and winning games for me, <laughs> and they started my day in negative. So I lost. Uh, I have two fantasy teams. I'm pretty sure they're both screwed this week because of the Ravens. You know, uh, our third uh, host here, Matt, is in the chat room putting his two cents in. <laughs> that's, that's even worse than the than the echo. I think he's a little disappointed that he couldn't participate this week because uh, he said that he has a London story that he wanted to share with us uh, that I don't think we're going to be able to get. Maybe we can push that back into next week. Uh, have you been to London? No, I've never been across the Atlantic. All right. I went to London once. Yeah. Well, I had a 24-hour layover. I think it was technically a 23-hour layover in London. So I decided to go out and explore London. Sure. And slept in the grass outside of Buckingham Palace because I wasn't going to pay for a hotel room. <laughs> and wandered the streets of London in like 2.30, 3.30 in the morning. It was the day after the Olympics, so I saw lots of people celebrating for the Olympics. Nice. And so it was cool to see uh, shots from London today on the broadcast and be like, oh, I went there. I've been there. Cool. I went there at like four in the morning, but I still went there. Did you cross the uh, crosswalk at Abbey Road? That's what I would do if I went to London. Did you? I did around two thirty three in the morning. That's so cool. The photos in the dark. Oh, you got your picture taken doing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You were with somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but uh, yeah. I how about like the Ravens pulled out all the stops? They took Ray Lewis. They took Ed Reed. Jonathan Ogden was Ogden, there. They took yep. the Hall of Famers. I mean, the NFL tries to make it a big deal. How soon do you think there's a football team in London? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, what, you know, they just put two of them in Los Angeles where nobody cares. And, and the, meanwhile, they, they right. sell 80,000 tickets to see Ravens and Jaguars in and, and, Wembley Stadium. Right. And when do the Raiders go to Vegas? Two, year, two uh, years. They have this season and next season in Oakland. All right. So in two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know if there's that much of a demand in London for football or if it's all the people who travel. Like the Raven fans that travel over. I think, I mean, it, the the Ravens fans traveling over is a nice little piece of that attendance. But, you know, even if the Ravens fans don't travel over there, uh, you know, you're still talking 50 to 60, 70,000 
Yeah. Do you think it's random good? English fans? You think it's a good idea to put football in London? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, it sounds to me, it's like I. Th- I think I oppose it because it's 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 clearly just a business move. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly like let's expand McDonald's. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's got nothing to do with the game. It's it's let's grow our marketplace. Right, right. So I don't know. Uh, Matt says that uh, he should be partially to blame for this Ravens loss today because he forgot to put his baby boy Silas in his uh, tiny little Flacco jersey, which apparently is their good luck charm. Oh. So, I believe that was one that I passed on from a, one of my kids. The fans all around are failing. The the ones who traveled there, uh, apparently that wasn't good enough. They needed you know me and Silas and people well, like that to be wearing their lucky jerseys. The problem is, the problem is all the fans traveled to London and the Ravens did not. <laughs> so you know they left. So they left a few people. Two of the really good ones certainly didn't. <laughs> right, right. The, the guys who got hurt last week. It's not going to help us the rest of the season, I'm telling you. No, it's going to be uh, – it'll be an interesting week to see how the Ravens – what the Ravens do to kind of bounce back from this, try to fix things before playing their biggest game of the season that we've been looking up to yeah. with this Steeler game. Because you can say the Jags game was a trap. A 44-7 is not a trap game. No. You got blown out. <laughs> you got embarrassed uh, on national – would it be national television – when it's the only game you one, got, you got embarrassed on Yahoo.com. Yeah, Yahoo.com. Who I didn't even know Yahoo did anything anymore, but I saw that Yahoo banner fly across the screen nonstop. I really because I got Verizon, so I was getting notifications on my NFL mobile app that just apparently if you're it comes with your Verizon subscription right. to be able to watch the London game. Yeah, they played. They paid twenty one million dollars for that. For that. For that one game. <laughs> twenty one million dollars for that crap. <coughs> Hopefully Verizon, Money well spent. Right, hopefully Verizon's not Raven fans. <laughs> Seriously. Ugh, that was awful. Uh, so let's talk about something better. I guess kind of sort of the Orioles. <laughs> We're going from something their, awful to something right. slightly less awful. Well, the Orioles who had their uh, first losing season since 2011. Yeah, so that's, that's the, the first losing season since we've uh, done this podcast thing. <laughs> but um, so today was today was J.J. Hardy's last day, last Game at at uh, Camden Yards. Can we talk about that for a second? Because we were at the game on Saturday night, right. and he, they brought him in late for like a, a pinch hitting or something. Right. We had already left. Yeah. Oh, totally. We got a couple of listeners saying they saw us at the game, but didn't get a chance to come say hello. Uh, yeah, because we, we left in the fifth inning. Right. We left <laughs> in the fifth, but still, if you're going to creep, come by. <laughs> I had a whole bag full of uh, Section 336 car magnets. I would have given anybody and, who came and, and liked had, us in person. And I had $50 bills. $50 bills? Yeah. What'd you get that from? For anyone who came to like us in person. <laughs> oh, man. You missed out. Missed out, man. Missed out. Missed your chance. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, you would have had to get there before the fifth because we were rolling out of that game. And it didn't get any better once we left. Right. I got my hoodie sweatshirt. I hung out with you guys. Made some jokes about how boring, utterly boring the game was it last was. night. It was. And all we really wanted to do was cheer J.J. Hardy. Yeah. And we didn't even get to do that till I mean, I left, so I didn't even right. get to do I, it. I was glad that I went Thursday, so I got to see J.J. Hardy one last time. So today, his first at bat, they do the J.J. Hardy, like sure. always. In that, and the Oriole players led in a stand innovation for yeah, him. Came yeah. up on the steps of the dugout. So that was fun. Um, but it's J.J. Hardy, who we've talked about a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Would you J.J. Hardy? And we've got that clip boy. we play. <laughs> so I thought I'd bring out for J.J. Hardy that full clip. Do you the, even know what you were talking about? The whole clip? J.J. Hardy at the time. It was like spring training 2014. 
and J.J. Hardy was having quite the summer. Oh, boy. Or spring or yeah. winter, I guess. Well, um, they had J.J. Hardy, who went uh, three for four <laughs> in the first five innings with three singles, two RBIs in the seventh <laughs> spot. J.J. Hardy was betting seventh today. Yes, he was. J.J. Hardy, J.J. Hardy, who hit over 20 home runs. Yes. Over 20 home runs, batting seventh. Silver Slugger. Batting seventh. And this could be a, be a starting lineup that, that That's looks what I'm a lot like our opening day. Our and that, oh, he didn't have to hit for power today. He just hit three singles. <laughs> three singles, two RBIs. Yeah. Batting seventh, just bring in the runs. Put yeah. up the guys on base and let J.J. Hardy bring them in on the seventh. Seven hole. <laughs> <A> seven hole. <laughs> that's a classic episode. And that's clearly J.J. Hardy went down this year. But um, baseball is a fun. <laughs> and one thing that makes baseball really fun is the fact that like, it seems like magical things happen. So, of course, sure. on J.J.'s last day at Camden Yards, he hits a home run. Yeah. He's only hit like four this season. Of course he gets one at home today. Yeah, it's like when Cal Ripken hits a home run on twenty one thirty one day. Right, or in the All-Star game. And yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's what makes baseball great. It was special, uh, and I'm glad he got to play. I'm glad he got to start. As a fan, I'm just but annoyed that I think he should have played every started every game in this homestand. It's nothing yes. but garbage baseball. We're not going anywhere. The Rays aren't going anywhere. Just give the fans what they want. They certainly don't want Mark Trumbo. Uh, if Matt was in the studio with us tonight, I guarantee we'd have a 30-minute rant, epic rant from uh, Matt right. about how much he hates Mark Trumbo right, right. now. The, the official Section 336 uh, uh, decision is that Mark Trumbo ruined the year, right? Oh, yeah, that yeah. We're blaming Mark Trumbo for everything. Was Mark Trumbo in London today? <laughs> I I don't think so. Uh, you you know, think so, he's the reason? Right. I mean, if we're going to blame everything on Mark Trumbo. <laughs> yeah, I can get with that. So, um, but... Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to not have JJ Hardy because he has been such a key part for this team for seven years. Yeah, and clearly it's time to uh, put him out to pasture, but it still <laughs> doesn't mean we're we're gonna miss him. No, absolutely not. He was a huge part of the the franchise turning around since 2011. Um, he w- when he when he was healthy, he was a reliable defensive third baseman. Um, you know, he he. He hit for power the first couple of years he was here, and then that quickly declined. Um, but yeah, and he's a fan favorite. People like JJ Hardy, even when he stunk. Uh, you know, he was still a reliable bat in the lineup, and uh, and and uh, glove out there at shortstop. And, and Matt's saying the Orioles would have been better this year if they played in the National League rules and let the pitchers bat instead of Mark Trumbo at DH. I think he tweeted that last night too. Yeah, he's really stuck on that. He he, he cannot get over Mark Trumbo. The question is, what happens next year? And can, is it possible that guys like Trumbo, Davis, who really struggled this year, will they work this offseason? Like, will Davis <laughs> learn this offseason to bunt or beat the shift? I doubt it. They no. kind of just do what they do. Chris Davis is who we think he is. And I, he's not going to change at this point. He had he had the huge year where he led the major leagues in home runs and uh, struck out a lot, but it was okay because he hit 50-some home runs. Uh, now he strikes out all the time. His home runs are down, uh, and 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 we gave him the big fat contract, so we're stuck with him for a while. But you got to remember, I'm not upset with Chris Davis because he is a really high caliber first baseman defensively. True. He has upside so, with the defense he brings you at first. So if base. you bring in if with the type of lineup that we have, if you've got one guy who's all or nothing, he doesn't hit. He generally he gets he strikes out forty percent of the time. Yes, but he doesn't. 
he he gets a bunch of home runs. He gets doubles. He gets a bunch of walks. Yeah. So I'll take the forty percent strikeouts because you also get the defense. I mean, it's better than having Ryan Flaherty up there. What, what's Ryan Flaherty's percentage of getting on base? I bet it's not as good as Chris Davis. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, if you're going to that's hide, what that's why we have an intern. I mean, it sucks that Chris Davis is the guy that you're you, that you're okay with sucking a little bit, but I think he makes up for it. Uh, and the crappy part about it is, we all loved Trumbo last year. He led the American League in home runs last year. He was a huge acquisition for that one year, and so we resigned him. And there were there was a lot of people who weren't behind the resigning and. Right, right about now, they're looking yeah. pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. Whereas uh, most of us were like, "Yeah, home runs, yeah, Mark Trumbo, we got Trumbo and Davis back to back in the lineup, three, four, five. It's gonna be awesome." And uh, no, he is—he's uh, worse. I would say he's worse than we thought he was. Yeah, yeah, he's way worse. And you know what it is? We all got excited because it, it was one of these Dan Duquette projects that worked. It's mm-hmm. like the Nelson Cruz move, and we let and Cruz left for the Mariners, and he right. continued to hit. So we said, well, clearly Trumbo's going to continue to hit. Right. But he's not. He's a, he's a 29-year-old who can't hit the ball anymore. And he sucked all the fun out of the clubhouse because he didn't want to get hit in the pay- face oh, with yeah. pies anymore. And clearly the little the, – right. And clearly we're going to blame him on the, the resurgence ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's those seven games winning streaks, it, it, it's not an eight-game winning streak because uh, of Mark Trumbo. He's a, he's a no fun in the clubhouse. And I'm going to stand by that opinion until somebody proves me wrong. <laughs> uh, they come back and say it was, uh, you know, like Anthony Santander or something. No, no, no. Intern's not here. Uh, we didn't tell him when we were recording on Sunday, <laughs> so we'll be all right. Um, you know who the MVO is this year? Uh, yeah, we talked about it last night. Jonathan Scope. Jonathan Scope. Huge year. Huge year. Yeah. Big years from him and Manny. Yeah. Which are really is, is something to be excited about and to something to see them build on that. To Absolutely. See, we talked, I'm sure we talked preseason about this season being a big step for Jonathan Scope. Yep. And he showed it. Unfortunately, Gosman and uh, Bundy and other guys did not make the same big steps. But Scope, oh, it was a little too late. I mean, Bundy, Bun- I would say yes. I mean, he struggled yeah. towards the end there. And Gosman got better at the end. Yeah, they were like polar opposites where Gosman was t- absolutely terrible for the first 60% of the season. It took him until, you know, late july mid-august to actually start pitching well other i mean he was terrible the first half of the season whereas uh bundy was all reliable until it got late in the season and then uh you know he he'd be good through the first four innings and then you know give up six runs in the fifth inning out of nowhere second third time through the lineup um but i'm comfortable with those two coming back i mean they're young they have the stuff uh and you know we can roll with that next right so next week will be our first episode with the Orioles season over. When's the last game? Sunday is the last game. And it's in, it's it is in Toronto? Uh, it New is York? in Tampa Bay. Oh. That's there a, are, the boring last week of baseball. There are five games left. Monday's an off day. Two in Pittsburgh. Two in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then a, and then a weekend series in Tampa. Ugh, just end it already. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, right, you're dragging out the season another week. Um the, the, the massing last, ratings are going to be huge this week. <laughs> right. The last home series was enough. I'll check out the Pittsburgh game because it's a cool stadium. <laughs> um, if the Orioles were playing good baseball, I'd consider driving up there. But <laughs> That's not. a long drive for a work night. Yeah, I know. I know. But think about it. If they were, if they were in the hunt, you'd, you'd consider it. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Four hour drive. Yeah, if they were, I w- actually, they'd have to be comfortably in the hunt. Right, yeah. At, no, at, like at this have point. have to have a control of one of the wild cards. Yes, yeah. because you make that commitment, uh, it's almost like flying to London for a Ravens game. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Pittsburgh? <laughs> Driving to Pittsburgh on a work night is the equivalent of flying to London for a you weekend. This would have been a really fun rivalry week, and the Ravens and the Orioles blew it. We could have had a lot of fun with the Orioles going to Pittsburgh and the, and the Steelers coming to Baltimore both in the same week. Oh, yeah, that would have been big. If these teams actually were good. Uh, yeah, and 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 uh, I don't think we talked about this yet, but uh, when we lost on Saturday night, we are now mathematically eliminated. On Friday night. It was Friday night? Yeah. Cause so even Saturday night didn't I matter. Think, yeah, well, did they lose yesterday? Yeah, they lost Saturday night. Okay, yes. We, when we yes, left the game, it was 3-0, right. and that's they proceeded right. to lose like 9-1 right. to one or Hellickson. something. Um, well, Friday was loss number 81, Saturday was loss number 82. Mm. So, yes, the Saturday loss stopped them from having uh, guaranteed a losing record. Right. Where Friday's loss guaranteed no winning record. Oh, actually, they they ended up losing 9-6 to because they scored five runs in the bottom of the ninth. That's right. But they also gave up four runs on the yeah. top of the ninth. The, the Orioles love to... Uh, at the last bottom of the ninth, score a few runs so that when you look at the box score the next day, you think they weren't out of it yeah. when they were out of it. I thought for a second in this Ravens game today when they were down like 42 to nothing that this was the kind of game where we'll come back and we'll start getting some offense groove in the fourth quarter where we'll score three touchdowns and the final score will look a lot closer right. than it really should have been. But, no, they, they were actually just flat-out terrible yeah, I was sure, <laughs> for all four quarters. I was sure at 23 nothing at halftime, I said, oh, all right, they'll wake up for half. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I would have known. You know, if you'd have started Ryan Mallett on your fantasy team, you would have gotten more points than Joe Flacco got you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least Mallett had a touchdown pass. It was ugly. Anyway, um, I'm not want to backtrack. So next week is when we'll t- start really start having the conversation of what do the Orioles do this off season. But there's a few things I was <laughs> to ask you about. Okay, because uh, news came out this week about Manny Machado and that the Orioles. Almost had a deal a couple years ago, but we're eight to nine million dollars short. That's that's a pretty big uh, shortage. No, that is that's a, if you're talking five ten years, that's a really small shortage. It was pro- it was big enough for Manny to say no, right? And the, the, which is weird because you would think, okay, we'll we'll give you the eight million, unless who knows what that news is. But hopefully, the Orioles can build on that. Um, the big trade chip going into this offseason is Zach Britton. And he's now set down for the year. He got a stem cell injection, which I, which I think is new. That's the first time I remember the Orioles getting a stem cell injection. That's the thing where they're going to grow an ear on his forearm or something? Yeah, I think it's, it's got <laughs> something to do with, like, uh, babies or something, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they, the Orioles impregnated Zach Britton, and we're just going to see what happens. Right, right. Do you think that <laughs> kills his trade value? No. Uh, it really hurts it, though. Uh some somebody uh some other team would definitely like to have him as their closer um but you're, you're not going to get a whole lot in return for him like you would have gotten if you traded him last off season or at the trade deadline uh even then i mean i'd say he's in better shape i don't well no you bring in that um sell thing sell <laughs> what was the thing you just said he got sickle stem, cell the stem cell injection. oh stem cell that's it <laughs> He got a sickle cell injection. Uh, no, yet I don't know. I, 
You think he's our biggest trade chip this offseason? Because, well, we only have him for one more <laughs> who year. Else, who else can we trade? They're not going to trade anybody. Because that's what I'm saying. If anything, they're going to offload Mark Trumbo, but but the even hell? then, because they're, they're going to get garbage in return. Okay, so like they're uh, gonna they're gonna if, they got they got rid of a pitcher that way, um, Jake Arrieta <laughs> and Pedro Martinez, no, or Pedro uh, uh, Strope, no, no, I guess they could for Scott Feldman, yeah, no, and it'd be great if they just, could, at that point you just take what you can get they, for right, a guy you don't want of, on the if team they could anymore. Get rid of Trumbo for garbage. If they could get rid of Davis to save money, uh, I think we'd be fine with that, all that. But I don't think any of that's really going to happen because. I, that's like the equivalent of saying, "All right, well, we'll trade Ryan Flaherty for your best third baseman." It's it's you, you can't trade garbage for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's I don't know enough about how it works, but it's a you know their contracts must be that bad and overpaid that some other team isn't willing to take it on in exchange for just a couple minor leaguers with no potential because if. At this, we talked all season about how, um, aside from his defense, Chris Davis hurts this team. Yeah. Well, if you if you'd have known that Trey Mancini was who he is, well, that, you might not have re-signed Chris Davis. I think that's a, nah, I think that's the Trumbo issue. If you knew, if you knew Mancini was who he was, you would not have signed Mark Trumbo. Because how much better would we have been this season with? Uh, Mancini in the DH role, even if he's sharing a little bit of first base with Chris Davis, mm-hmm. but Mancini in the DH role, and then whoever you want to put, Burt Rohde in left field. Yeah. It doesn't matter to anyone but Trumbo. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, I mean, with a Seth Smith, uh, a Joey Rickert, um, a Santander, <laughs> um, any, uh, we had a lot of outfielders this, this we year. We did. And now Austin Hayes coming up here at the end. It Austin seems to be Hayes, the future. And that and that's what really, like, yeah, I have no problem with Austin Hayes starting in the outfield next season. Even uh, Chance Sisko hit a home run today. Yeah. And, on and, Sunday. And that's an interesting move is if Castillo leaves. Yeah. That opens up a room for, for Sisko. So I don't know. Um, but we're going to have a fun off season where every week we're going to get to talk about stuff like this. Yeah, how many, how badly we want to get rid of some of these guys who just bring the team down. Right, right. That maybe that should be our talk next week. Is we just bring out the roster and decide who's gone. <laughs> these are the guys we should not bring back. Matt says in the chat room, you got to package Britain and Trumbo together for some sucker team. <laughs> and uh, based <laughs> on what we've so we've known, we talked about this at the game last night when we were sitting together that. The, the Seattle Mariners seem to be that sucker team that we're always able to pull the carpet out yeah, from under. We'll give you Eric Bedard for Adam Jones and Chris Tillman. And uh, they're like, sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. if they want to take those guys, sure. They can uh, rebuild. But didn't Trumbo come from Seattle? Yeah. So, so maybe they'll take him back. Take him back and say, hey, it worked here. <laughs> Why won't it work again? We'll yeah. get him cheap. Uh. I think we got to have a whole team, and this is going to mean re-signing Manny Machado. But you got to have a whole team with the the young, excited personalities of, uh, of Manny Machado and Jonathan Scope, who seem to genuinely be enjoying themselves playing baseball. At least when we're winning. But who doesn't enjoy themselves when we're winning? Uh, but those guys are fun to watch, and they have a special relationship that I ha- I would hate to see end when Manny signs with the New York Yankees. Right, and, and you got to think, yeah, you keep Manny, you get Scope will not cost as much as Manny. At least right now, it's looking that way. 
Give him another so year like this would, next year. You right. never know. I know. That's going to raise his value. But, yeah, I think one thing we've, that we really want is a fun clubhouse. And I, and I think we've seen that over the years. And even old man J.J. Hardy was part of that. And Mark Trumbo ruined it. I think, so, yeah, Mark Trumbo's really soured with the fan base. It was You could feel it in the air at Camden Yards when he struck out his first two times up. Right. And he's the designated hitter. For right. the game, and then you know, just the last few games where he's played in right field have just been atrocious, unacceptable. So you're saying no Mark Trumbo giveaways next year? <laughs> Did they have any this year? No, yeah, because uh, people don't like him anymore. How are those uh, Trumbo make Baltimore great again shirts selling? <laughs> I think I think it's time for a refresh. <laughs> I think they're doing as well as the uh, Trump Make America Great Again <laughs> shirts are going. Right everyone now. hates Trumbo, and everyone hates Trump. Right. <laughs> we're as a result, we're not selling any shirts. <laughs> right, right, uh, yeah. Can we change out that phrase for uh, Trumbo Leave Baltimore? Uh, yeah. Hey, that might be a good point where, you know, people were screaming for Trump's impeachment. It was like, now we, uh, we need we, shirts to scream yeah. for cutting Trumbo. <laughs> Impeach Trumbo? Yeah. I don't think baseball works that way, but it doesn't matter. It's the same thing as cutting. It's cut, cut, cut Trumbo? Cut Trumbo, cut Trump. It'd be like those Cito Suck shirts, but we used to say Trumbo Sucks. <laughs> Matt says, you know who was a ton of fun in the clubhouse? Hyun Soo Kim. And you saw what we did to him. Kim was fun. Um. Yeah, and then what? What you guys? What was Matt? What stats he was showing off at the game yesterday that everyone had a better WAR than than Trumbo? Oh yeah, including Kim. Everyone on the entire team. Na- pitchers, uh, no name relief pitchers have a better WAR. Name someone who you think really sucked this year for the Orioles. Trumbo was worse. <laughs> he was worse. <laughs> he was worse. That's what we learned. Every pitcher, Trumbo was worse. Every offensive, defensive guy. Trumbo was worse. <laughs> Guy that came up for three at-bats and never got a hit, Trumbo was worse. But Trumbo hit t- uh, 23 home runs, Josh. I know. <laughs> I know. How many of those were solo? I'm guessing 23 of them. Yeah, but but then why is that his fault that nobody can get on base you know in what? front of the power hitters? Trumbo had one good game, and you know what happened? He got pied and got pissed and ruined everything. That's true. We never won a game again. Right, so we know he at, <laughs> he, we know he at least had one good game because he got pied. <laughs> this is gonna be a short show. That works for me. It's just the two of us. <laughs> the Orioles suck, or they, and or they lose. The Ravens really suck, and Matt's in traffic. There's some dedicated three three sixers who uh, tuned in for this one because yeah, Wait. after and the Ravens at least or the Orioles at least won. So you know, it's the last home game. Orioles win. They leave Camden Yards on a high note, even though the whole season went down the toilet. Yeah, I don't think many people tune in to us to hear about the Ravens you know, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Matt didn't come in today because he's protesting Donald Trump. It's something like that. If yeah, I can yeah, read yeah. the internet's right. Yeah, yeah. Right? He stay, He decided to stay out of studio. Yeah, he was going to stay outside the studio just for the theme song and then right. come in, but he just didn't show up at all. Right. He's got a, yeah. And it was, I even had his microphone down real low so he could kneel. It was all set. So the whole show, yeah. And he decided he needed to make an even bigger point. It happens. What are you going to do? All right. So we'll be back next week to kick off the off season. 
That sucks. The official offseason. Yeah, normally I get depressed when baseball season ends. Now I'm going to get depressed about a week before baseball season ends. Yeah, I w- and next week I want to we'll have a we'll know who's in the playoffs, right? Officially, yeah. Yeah, it'll so be final. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit of that. I want to talk about who our picks are to uh, go to the World Series because I got a couple opinions about that. All right, but we'll wait till it's right. official. We'll talk about Cleveland, New York, Boston, Milwaukee, Minnesota, the Milwaukee. big big market teams. That's who I'm excited about. Who? Uh, <laughs> Which Oriole has a twin brother in the Twins? Oh, um, we just talked about him with Adam Pohl here. All right. I don't remember. All right, he's someone in the mind. Go listen to last week's show. Yeah, and <laughs> listen to, you know what? Listen to last week's show anyway because it was a great show, and we went into overtime on last week's show. Yeah. So that'll make up for whatever we're short this week. All right, what does Matt normally do here now? Uh, go on to Twitter, Instagram, yep. all that stuff. Section 336 show. Yep. Uh, tweet at Nat Section 336 and tell him to avoid traffic or we, get out of traffic. We missed him this week, although he was in the chat room putting his uh, and two he cents popped, in. He popped on the video for a few seconds. He sure minutes. did. And you can tune in next Monday night, 7.30, Facebook Live, uh, Unless any scheduling changes, all three of us will be here. It'll be a good time. We'll wrap up the season. You know what's a good way to celebrate the end of baseball season? Go on over to iTunes and give us a review. Write us a review on on how we did on the 2017 season. Even though the Orioles sucked, I think Section 336 did pretty good, and a nice little iTunes review would be appreciated. Right. Send us your thoughts on on Trumbo, (laughs) if you can defend them. Trumbo, not Trump. Trumbo. 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 Be clear. We're not interested in Trump opinions. Actually, can we all kneel next week to, to protest Trumbo? <laughs> I mean... He's anti-pies? He's anti-pies. That's pies. it. And Trumbo should have never gotten his, involved in that conversation. He's got more important things to do, like learn to hit the ball. That's right. So, I don't know why the music stopped, but... Uh, go, I think it's over. Go O's. Go O's. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.